Hey coconuts, welcome back to weekly market updates. For this week, it's all about the megatech. We start off with Meta and their stock drop, as well as Amazon, who had Q4 earnings. But first, we do a quick macro update. TFC's weekly market update scours the net to find worthy financial news to be further discussed and expanded. It is a banter session with facts, figures, and fun to help you get caught up in the world of investing. So join in the banter live with me, Rakesh, your host, weekly Tuesdays at 8pm on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Hey, Coconuts. Welcome to our weekly market updates with me, Rakesh. Anthony. And Jefferson. Hey, folks, how are we? Post your Chinese <laughs> uh, New Year's. Ah, uh, post Chinese New Year blues, man. I don't want to do anything. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't want to go back to work as well. <laughs> but but then every day stand by. Huh? I did. I did. No yeah. I, I I didn't even get bored this year. Oh wow! Parenthood wow. changes you, man. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. Parenthood changes you. <laughs> Is it because of the stocks? That's why you don't gamble. You don't want to lose more than you already have, or <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I gamble in, in stocks. I don't need to gamble outside anymore. <laughs> gamble enough. Gamble enough. <laughs> yeah, gamble enough in stocks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, coconuts. For this week, you know, as we dive down into our podcast, our live, we have three things to do. One is a quick equity outlook. Right, um, just basically what's been the last couple of weeks uh, and continuation of the macro that that you love so much. We then move into big tech, right? Meta, as we know, had some news. Don't know if you all uh, heard it or <laughs> living under a rock, but we, I think we all everything got got affected. I, I think as long as you use any Facebook product, you would have heard it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. That's true. Well. That's true. And of course, lastly, we end off with Amazon. Jeff, why don't you take us away with the macro? Yeah, so I think a couple of things to note for this week is that the signs of weakness in the US still goes beyond Omicron, right? Um, we also see mm. like fourth quarter earnings, beat rates are back to like 5%, which is around the long-term average. And also um, this is well observed over like 18 months where the previously <laughs> the beat rates was about 15 to 20%. So well done, I guess, in some sense. Um, I think the key question is wait, wait, whether... Sorry. Um, Bit, bit rates are like earnings beats compared to consensus yep. or yep. something yep. else? That's okay. right. Yeah, it's an extra term. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I guess the key question that we all have is uh, how long more does it, uh, is it going to take before we all return to normal? And hmm. uh, will we ever experience a period of under earnings, you know, i.e. having to pay back in that sense and uh, a lot of the economies on the streets they want, uh, they want recession already la. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> hey well uh, I mean, that, that, that's the that, that's the fear right we raise rates so much we fight inflation and we go into recession then jalat plus jalat equals more jalat hey I hate to break the news but like uh, Wall Street economies are actually uh, holding on to the view that the payback uh, was coming in uh, first first half of 2022 um, as the oh, extraordinary okay. fiscal stimulus uh, faded and monetary policy tightened. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, I guess in some sense is that uh, I, I, how I see this is that I think there's still going to be six more weeks uh, of winter. So stay defensive, everyone. Uh, six more weeks, particularly because mm. uh, there's the next FOMC meeting as well. 
exciting so times. So do you uh. think like what oh. in six weeks they are they're going to do a rate a rate hike? Sorry. Yeah, I think that the rate hike is uh, to cover it. And <laughs> six everyone is much. Oh yeah, I think it's pretty much baked in, right? Yeah, I exactly. Mean, I'll be relieved if they if they give like quarter point rate hike. Okay, good. They know what they're doing. You know that that's good enough. Yeah. Point two five. Yeah, I'm, you know, like, I'm waiting 50, for a rate hike. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If it's like fifty basis points, then okay, a bit scary, I guess. Ta-da, yeah, the, and the question now is whether it's going to be a 50 basis point or 25 basis point, right? So there haven't been oh, a yeah. case oh, where they let a rate hike with uh, a rate hike cycle with 50 basis points. So if they ever do that, it's going to be uh, exciting times. Yeah, Fun. maybe a little bit more redness <laughs> in the market. Yeah, I, I honestly don't believe so, right? Because he mentioned that, and last week we spoke about this in, in our podcast, was that he was waiting to see the data, trying to get more information before deciding more. So I think it's going to be 25 basis because he doesn't want to shock the entire market as well, right? Well, um, I, I don't know, though. I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> if, if the goal is to, to fight inflation and you, and you fight it by sending a statement, right? This is the way you send a statement. Right, um, and so so you know if if inflation figures don't seem to be coming down, then I don't think we can discount that possibility. Yeah, let's put it that way. Well, well, you I guess both of you are right in some sense, right? Because like if you look in the in the money markets, uh, money markets participants, the traders basically are saying that fifty basis point, twenty five basis point, we don't really care. We just want to see a rate hike. In fact, they are already <laughs> pricing in fifty basis point. A slightly more than fifty basis point uh, for the March, uh, for the March, you know, FOMC. So no, no biggie wow. on there. Whether it's twenty five or fifty, to be honest, yeah. It yeah. Just so so actually, if it's twenty five, if I see a green day, it's like oh, this yeah, is lighter than normal. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Happy days, uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Today do one, tomorrow do again. Yeah. No, every month, every month. Every month. They still really have seven rate hikes, right? One every meeting. It's like, wow. Oh, so jealous. Yeah, seven rate hikes. They only have six meetings, what? <laughs> yeah, you can make more. Yeah. Who's to okay. stop oh, them? Yeah, that's, Maybe true. Fair. that's true. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe let's deviate a little bit away from the, from the Fed. Shake things up a little bit. Um, I, I think in the US economy, there's a couple of things that we can we can look at as well. So if you look at mm-hmm. say uh, what what I coined as the Great Inventory Rebuild um, has begun. Mm-hmm. So you start seeing like um, more auto the auto industry starting to recover a little bit more. Um, you also start seeing some form of uh, supply. You know you know we have discussed about it the supply chain issue and what's not. Mm-hmm. So. It's becoming more robust in some sense. Everyone mm-hmm. has learned from the lessons and uh, essentially tried to build on the inventories and what's not. So if you look on data from that point of view, you see like durable goods, uh, durable manufacturing, non-durable even. They're all picking up, even in the mining industry. So in some sense, we have moved past the worst in the whole supply chain disruptions mm-hmm. and inventory size essentially rebuilding. Right? So that's a, that's a great start, you know. Great start yeah. in a new Lunar New Year. Yeah, I mean, you know, if to the extent that inflation is possibly supply side cost, then the easing of the supply chain kind of helps towards that as well, right? which the Fed can really deal with. So, so at least that's a potential problem that, that's getting resolved. For sure. I, I think that uh, whatever supply side issues that have already been mentioned, it's going to still continue to weigh down on the manufacturing sector a little bit here and there. Um, but 
it's definitely going to be one of the key drivers for GDP in the coming years as well. If you look mm-hmm. at, say, like the CapEx plans index uh, in the US, then that's something that uh, you realize that while they are losing steam in January uh, for the second consecutive month, they are still well, well uh, elevated in that sense. So still poised for a very good year ahead. Yeah, potentially, fingers crossed, they will do well for equities. Yeah, in the near run as well. Yeah, man. I think it needs to. It needs to do well for us, lah. So <laughs> let's let's hope. Let's see. Let's get the rate hike. I, I don't know, man. I mean, I think to, to me, there's there's three broad possibilities, right? One is we we tighten so much, we go in, we go straight into recession because economic growth isn't as good as we think it is. Right? It's fragile, and mm. that that is jalat square. Right? It's jalat jalat. Um, <laughs> if, if it's tightening and everything crashes and, you know, economic growth slows down, but no recession and the Fed goes, hey, you know what? Maybe we tighten a bit too fast. We need to slow down, right? That, that to me feels like a good outcome for stock market. Not, not good for a real economy, maybe, but good outcome for stock market, right? Because, hey, we are back to money printing, right? And, and the last is, you know, we have really strong economic growth and, you know, and power just, I'm, I'm super good. I can keep raising rates. And he raises six times, seven times this year, right? That that is not going to be very good for our portfolios. Still good for our economy and, and good for Americans, but I'm not living there, so I don't really care about inflation in America. <laughs> uh, you know, but at, at the end of the day, <laughs> that I think that's the, the three scenarios in my mind. Um in, in that sense. So I, I mean good good economic growth. Okay, that, that takes the, the quick stock market recovery maybe a bit off the table. But yeah, I mean good 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 for people. Lah. So so I guess we should be happy, notwithstanding my never being sad. <laughs> what happened to you? Why you sound so op- uh pessimistic. Yeah, Anthony. What happened to you after the <laughs> new year? <laughs> I'm just tired. <laughs> <laughs> the three uh, the three scenarios, right? That thing doesn't turn yeah. out good for him, right? Except I think scenario two except for QE, but he will get affected yeah. in the short term. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. So so I, I can't, I can't seem to think of a good way out of this in the short term, but, but of course, if somebody wants to make me happier, please tell me. <laughs> I think, you know, your scenario three though, right? If everything is good and no recession, like you mentioned, I don't think that, I mean, Powell could say he's looking inward and he's looking only at the domestic mm. economy and stuff like this, but that's not the case when he increases rates, right? He's got last like far-reaching effects indirectly to many, many countries out there, right? Africa, which is a big one. We have Singapore, right? We all know what, what the U.S. Um, impact every time they raise rates in Singapore is. And and I think that's also another angle that they have to look at as well. Um, whether they go ahead and they put that as part of their yeah. decision-making, that's where is a big question. And, you know, I think Jeff has also mentioned that Powell looks inward. But I, I think that's the generic line that he has to say. I don't necessarily think that's always the case. <laughs> okay, okay. Let, let, let's not get into conspiracy theories to make ourselves feel better. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think conspiracy theory. Now, but okay, okay, fine. Yes. Either way, uh, thanks, thanks for the quick outlook here. Stay defensive. Um, let's hope for a good uh, rate hike in March of 25 basis points so it can be a green day and we can make some money out of it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, mean, I, I mean, I think only Jeff will make money. I'm not a short-term guy, right? So green, oh, good. And then next day, rate again, oh, bad. That doesn't make a difference. Long-term, <laughs> unfortunately, right? Value, guys. Unfortunately, value. I don't run a trading, uh, equity trading portfolio on my own <laughs> personal account. I wish I do. Oh, okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. You, you need to get your conflicts checked out. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not a short-term game either, but you know, I'm hoping that in three, four years' time, obviously, this will be good for us, lah. Right? Yeah. Stick to what we yeah. know and go for it. Definitely. Actually, right. that's a good point. On on that note, let's move on to the next point, right? Meta, as <laughs> it's hit the news, all social media, and furthermore, Meta had a massive stock price drop of about twenty five percent. Right? They jumped from three, or they fell from three twenty two to two forty eight. Right? In terms of stock price, which is massive for almost a trillion dollar company, a seven hundred or eight hundred billion dollar company. Uh, a twenty-five percent stock drop is insane. Um, I think the Wall Street was calling it the largest, uh, or it's the record loss for a day, yep. for a day trading. Was that right, Anthony? Yeah, I think it was the the record decrease in market cap in a day by like multiples. Yeah. So so it's it's not only like it's, it's what two hundred ninety billion, I think, um, in in terms of the market cap drop, but it it was larger than the last one by like two hundred billion or something like that. Wow. So 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 that's just the magnitude, right? Insane. <laughs> Absolutely. I think it's also, you know, fair to note that even though it's dropped massively, uh Zuckerberg or Mark Zuckerberg is actually still in the top fifteen uh richest man in the world. Right. So <laughs> I think uh, as a side note, this is that's how much wealth he actually has. Nah, the, the only way he'll drop is if he gets divorced, right? Immediate drop. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and you know, right now, uh, I think one thing to note from their earnings call, however, right, is that revenue actually did increase, but their mm-hmm. profits fell. And the part where I believe, and you know, up for discussion here, Anthony and Jefferson, is where Facebook is is moving towards, right, the strategic direction. Now, in the earnings call, he was focused a lot on the metaverse, how this new strategy is going <laughs> to be the revolutionary idea of his new firm. But the truth is, if you look at the numbers, and numbers don't lie, 97% of his revenue, Facebook's revenue, comes from ads, right? And his chat and his talk about the metaverse is a big, big pivot, yep. mm-hmm. right? I it's think huge. That's one. It's, it's massive. Yeah, I think before we, we carry on with a bit more numbers that we have as compared to, like, say, you know, our competitors, what are your thoughts here? I don't know, right? Um, I, I think this was something that, that we covered way, way, way back. Uh, not way back, a few months back. And in another market update, we were talking about Facebook rebranding the meta. And my, my gut feel then was, wait, this is rubbish. I don't want to be part of this as a shareholder. So I sold after that quite quickly. Um, and, and I think that the same thing still applies. What, what he's trying to do, he's trying to pivot, which is fine. It, it's great. Um, but he's trying to pivot to something that's so unknown, so far out. And, and that is the problem. Right. Um, maybe it works because he has uh, a free cash flow generating machine of ads to support his experimentation for the next ten years. Right. So, so that could be fine. They could survive. They could win. But at the end of the day, you know, that is a very risky bet to make. Right. And and as much as I think that he is good at innovating, um, or his team can be good at innovating, he he has foresight and all that. I I don't really want to place that bet, right? I think there there's better ways to to play that game rather than buying meta. Good. Yeah. I, I well I think that, you know, the whole idea of about having a softening macro uh advertiser demand in some sense and you know how Mark Zuckerberg basically uh explained that the whole Apple uh, app tracking transparency yeah, yeah, feature, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, like cut yeah. Apple ten billion people, dollars. Man, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, cut 10 billion out of Meta's earning in 2022. And then you see like Snap, Pinterest, 
they, they all appear to be faring better at handling this change, right? In fact, Snap even said that, hey, is my advertising partners are adapting well to the new system. So yep. why, why is Meta not doing mm. that? I, I think that while, you know, advertiser has basically put back uh, having to spend on, as con- consumer expenditure uh, has slowed down on on Meta, on the Meta platform itself. One of the things to think about is that why why aren't people using Meta as often uh, as compared to the past, right? So you you have reasons like TikTok uh, coming on board and things like that. We we all know that you know we, when we associate Facebook uh, or like even when my girlfriend sees that I use Facebook, she's like, oh, that's such a boomer thing. Yeah, you know? it's a birthday reminder <laughs> calendar, guys. Come on. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, exactly. You know the the purpose of it, right? So it it, yes. it has really it has really changed, uh, or or rather, Facebook has shaped our, our social media life in in one way or another. But well, uh, as as new apps come along, we yeah we we evolve as well in that sense. So it's I I see it as a inevitable change. Yeah. Mm, fair enough. And I think that's where, you know, Zuckerberg wants to to, to try and pivot. Like, I think for me, the biggest question here, right, is that why isn't he doing this? And this is really just conjecture. So it's just me asking, right? Why isn't he doing this with a, with another company, a subsidiary of Meta, for example, right? So you keep Facebook, you keep Meta the same, you set up a subsidiary and then run your Metaverse thing that way, right? Or even your Oculus units and stuff like this, right? But why, I mean, why? I think they are, right? Um, it's, it's just... It's just part of the whole, you know, Meta platforms holding company, right? So, so I mean, legally they they are separate entities in in that sense. It's just reporting under one group. If the question is why doesn't Zuckerberg use his own money to to set up a new company outside of the listed holding company, yeah. then then I guess because he wants to leverage all the free cash flow, right? You you have so much money coming in, you don't know what to do with it. And, and it's true they, they have had problems dealing with it um, with, with the antitrust issues they cannot make acquisitions because that's how they would typically have expanded right so what, what do you do well I, I do a far out bet which makes sense I mean I, I don't disagree with it I just go oh yeah I just don't want to take part in this as shareholder I think another angle to see is that how Facebook has really built a very strong user base, right? And then if he actually want to go out to build this whole metaverse itself, you know, it's much easier to just port the whole user base that they already have. He can show a leverage yeah. of it, essentially. Yeah, exactly. So, so why, why, why not do that? Having to create two entities, you know, it, it looks like two separate uh, apps or whatever you want to call it. Um, it's, it's not exactly in his favor as well. So from, from that point of view, I think that's, that's one of the reasons why he, he's smart enough to do that. Yeah. Although thinking about it, he, he should have just returned us his free cash flow. He returned shareholders <laughs> free cash flow. And then, right, we can choose however we want to invest in like Meta or, or crypto or Metaverse or whatever. Of course right? he's not going to do that, man. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I mean, he's free cash flow anyway, right? Just, just give it back. La. Shareholder creative, which gives him money back, right? And, and he can do whatever he wants with it, right? And he's a larger shareholder, so, you know. But, but I guess, as Jeff said, operationally, there, there are advantages. So he, and he doesn't need more money. He, he would rather um, have more fame and have more notoriety as the, the founder of the next generation of the web. So good for him, I guess. Cool. Yeah, I think, you know, just a quick number thing on, on, in form of, of Facebook ads as well is that it's their competitor, the biggest competitor, Google, their ads in Q4 actually grew 50% more than FB, more than Facebook, right? 
so they are really pivoting or rather they are focused on, on the ads and that's really growing for them and that's really working. So I think it's just good to note, right? Okay, the competitors mm. are growing. Why isn't FB also growing by that much in terms of, of revenue, ad revenue spend, right? Because they're supposed to be the leaders in this in this regard. Cool. Yeah. So I think that for me was the was was a bit of a shock, but also trying to understand a bit more why there was a drop. And you know, from our discussion, I definitely can see why there is a drop because people are putting money in there for safeguarding, right? Like you put into the big tech, uh, you know, your Apple's, your Amazon, but now Facebook or Meta is into a brand new area, effectively an early adopter phase. When before it was actually a late adopter phase. If you want to look at the at the startup cycle. Uh, coming from a startup guy. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and, and so now it's a risk-reward situation, right? And that brings me to my next point. Currently, for our listeners out there, for our coconuts out there, those that have and, you know, unfortunately dropped with Meta, what do you think they should do? What do you think we should do oh. as as holders? Okay, so, so, so my personal thing, right? Yeah. Um. So, so after the last episode, the last update, I, I sold almost all, but I still have like, 10 shares, I think, um, small, small portion of my portfolio. And, and that's the, the far out bet, right? Essentially, because, and, and that kind of reflects the, the probability that I think will happen, right? So, so I, I don't think they will win, but there is a good chance, a decent, a small chance that they might. So, so I'll still hold some exposure, you know, these drops in between, they don't affect me, I don't care. It's the long payout 10 years down the line and, and we see his vision come to fruition and we bow down to the great leader and, you know, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that, that's the, what the 10 shares are for. Um, so, so I'm not selling, but equally, you know, I'm not buying because nothing in this report showed that they are, I mean, Oculus is doing decently, but nothing showed that they are actually going to get there and be the leader in that space, right? Um, they, they, all, it's, all it's showing is that they, they are willing to spend a lot of money on it and, I mean, okay, that, that tends to mean that you have a chance of winning, but I, I would like to be a bit more certain before, you know, you put real money in. Right? If, if, if I want to gamble, I just play crypto. No, no, need, to, no need to play meta. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I think that if you, if you are into a, I mean, a nice balance sheet and everything else, like you look at the free, the free cash flow that came in, right? It's like a 45% upside uh, near term uncertainty is a little bit higher, of course, you know. Um, but Facebook is now like, what, 7x of the EBITDA, I think? Yeah, so, I, I think so, about there. Around yeah, there. so... Yeah, yeah so value exactly. company now, guys. It's, they're not growth, yeah. they're value. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> change, change their stance. So if you are looking for... yeah. Looking, looking for something like that, then uh, it's, it's a go-to, right? And also, given the fact like how um, we've did the, the drop in the, in, in the market cap, it essentially make them a little bit, uh, you know, shareholder friendlier uh, in, in, in some sense. <laughs> because they, yeah, like regulations and what's not, they are not going to be, uh, they, like a full-scale M&A is going to be even more unlikely now. Um, then you see like competition for shareholder capital uh, being a lot higher. And, you know, if I, if I were to look at the Q1 and Q2 result, I, I guess one, one thing is that we, we can say how Facebook ability to, you know, make progress with this whole uh, advertising change, mm -hmm. you know, from Apple or where, wherever and how they try to monetize Rails. Yeah. Big thing, right? Like yep. TikTok, TikTok views. <laughs> so they're gonna yes. need to do a lot yes. more to encourage people to come on board, use their stories. Um, you know, um, back in what twenty eighteen, I think uh, stories was a big thing, and it took 
like do mm. earnings results in in some sense. So if they can yeah. capitalize and on they deals, did it, right? They they did it really well. They did exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so if they can get more engagement trends coming on board on their platform, then I think yeah, it's good to go. But of course, all of these could have gone wrong, right? In some sense, if they, you know, they like how Facebook begins. Yeah, exactly. If they do some, I don't know, structural engagement, mm-hmm. uh, declines in user or time spent on their platform due to competition, then mm-hmm. all of which whatever they spend on, whatever they try to monetize, will all. Yeah, before not in that sense. Yeah, but I think currently overall engagement is still rather strong. And if you are into a value company, value tech company, then yeah, Facebook yes. is the best. Which is rare, right? I mean, that's what Baba yeah. and I guess now Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So so you you see the same people buying. You those who bought Baba will buy Facebook now. Confirm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those who, like, those who bought Baba at one fifty will buy Facebook now. You, you, they, they do not have enough money to buy Baba now because average Hindu cannot average really. <laughs> Diversity, awesome, yeah. folks. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, I have Baba also, so so yeah, that's fine. But yes. Uh, so, but then you said that means you're going to buy Facebook now, lah. Oh no, no, no. I, I bought Baba, but I did not average down. So my average price is soon, like soon, insanely soon. high. It's, it's like I forget already, you know. I just yeah, don't look yeah, at my portfolio. You don't see it, you forget it. Then it's not there anymore. <laughs> so to three weeks from now, Anthony was like, hey guys, I bought more uh, Meta shares. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, but I bought, I bought, I bought Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I do, I'll tell you. <laughs> then it's time you know that you should sell. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> like well, like Zoom, right? Like Zoom. Yes, I buy already from Drop, so just yeah. Awesome, folks. All right, I think that's really it for me. I think one little anecdote, not really much there, but uh, Peter Thiel, I think, just came out today that he's stepping down um, as Facebook director as well. I do believe yeah, this is more does. the fact that he wants to support Trump and his campaign more than anything else. Uh, but yeah, just just one little anecdote there for, for our listeners at Coconuts. Right, I think just as a quick one, if you don't know who Peter Thiel is, he's actually an early investor into Facebook. Uh, he was an early investor, or he was an investor for Palantir and PayPal, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yep. He, um, he's a PayPal mafia, I think, one of them. Right, right. <laughs> PayPal mafia. <laughs> it's cool. insane, these people. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Anthony, take us away with the last talk. Yes, Amazon. Something that you could actually buy and, and watch them drop tonight. But yes, something you could actually oh. buy. Uh, okay, wow. so uh, Amazon, I mean, yeah, they, they have, they, they just announced earnings last week as well. Um, and unlike Facebook, right, um, they, they announced earnings post-market, it went up 15%. Okay, so, so you, you dropped 20-something%. Mm. Um, but, but sadly, yes. nobody ever said if this was the highest ever market cap gain. I don't know if it is. Um, I, I guess media just likes to report bad news rather than good news. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, yeah, so so fifteen percent faster, bro. Yeah, I know, right? Bad, bad news gets more headlines, and, and people love to yes. hate on Facebook. Although people should love to <laughs> yes. hate on Amazon too. Absolutely, but, absolutely. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so some headline figures, right? I mean, besides share price, which we really shouldn't care so much about. Um, business growth, guys. Um, EPS twenty seven dollars. Per share, right? Um, expected was three dollars, so so huge, huge, huge beat. But like eighty percent of this was driven by Rivian, which we have talked about and talked about the price seeming crazy and and all of that. So it's it's not yes. it's probably not repeatable given the current economic the current market climate, right? Then more more prosaic things. Um, net sales, okay, ten percent growth year on year. Um, that's pretty much the same as Facebook did actually, to be honest. But yep. 
Yeah, and 25% over two years, which, which covers the, the COVID impact. Also kind of about the same as Facebook. So yeah, I mean, good, but not too great. Um, what else was there? They, they increased their, their cost of Prime membership to, to $139 a year instead of 120 in the US. So, so inflation biting in here. And then, but that's the, the group itself. I think where I found really interesting, and, and this is probably why the, the market reacted that way, right? We, it's AWS, right? So, so everybody knows about cloud transition. Um, AWS is the clear market leader in, uh, in terms of market share, right? Not in terms of tech. I don't know about tech, but market share, clear market leader with, with Azure and Microsoft and, and everybody's moving to cloud. And if you, if you extrapolate their last quarter over a year, right? AWS's annual run rate is 71 billion, right? So I, I just want to kind of appreciate that size, right? I mean, 71 billion is... It's a lot of money, right? Um, I mean, when you think about Amazon, you think about logistics, you know, e-commerce and all that. But they have this arm called AWS that makes 70% of what Facebook makes in revenue. So, so part of Amazon is 70% of Facebook. Oh, hold on, sorry, the whole Meta platform, right? Yeah. And that's, then that's like the fifth or sixth largest company yeah. in the world. So, so they're, they're a giant company. They're like twice the size of Oracle in terms of revenue. So it's, it's huge and... It's growing. It's, it's growing 40% a year. AWS it, or Amazon as well? Yeah, AWS. So, so Amazon in total wow. grew 10% a year. AWS grew 40. Wow. Right? That's like, like, like if you are buying Amazon now, you're not buying it for e-com. You're buying it for AWS, AWS. And, and the cloud transition. To, to me, to me. Right? That, that's partially it. Um, yeah. Do, do you guys have any thoughts on, on this for now? AWS is, is known to be a, well, a market leader, if I'm not mistaken, of... Uh, yeah. The cloud services, right? But yep. um, and, and from what I remember, I they all or rather they address about twenty five percent of the segment. Is that right? Mm. I, I I think slightly higher, about thirty forty percent. Yeah, ah, thirty percent. So that's actually really really good, right? Given the fact that they're already a market leader and they technically only own thirty percent or less than half um, of of that amount, that they can still grow by forty percent. What do you say? Quarter on quarter, year on year. Which year on year. 40%? Year on year, okay. Well, that would be insane. Right. Uh, yeah. so, <laughs> year on year is, is insane. So I'm sure they're trying new strategies. They're looking at ways to take this sort of effectively market, um, addressable market from Azure and from mm-hmm. Google Cloud, yeah? And I think yeah, that's, I, that's the foundation of how they started even, right? Before they even like scrolled up through Prime and all the rest that they're doing now. Yeah, actually AWS, interestingly, AWS started as an internal tool. So there was oh. Amazon when no, my, my e-marketplace is too big. I need a way to host myself properly. And then they, they, they came out with AWS. They, they made it work. And then they started selling AWS. Right. So, so it, it was a bit like, you know, shared service. And then, oh, okay. It actually makes money. Time to sell it to other people, I guess. Scale it, package it, make it nice, yes. nice. Yes. <laughs> um, so, so they started IAS, which was great. Um, Azure, Azure is eating into their market share, but with, but they're still growing year on year by a lot. So we'll see how it goes. Jeff, what are yeah. your thoughts? I mean, well, uh, it's, it's evident, right? Like way before this whole earning report, you can see that they actually expand uh, the sales team for AWS. So if you take a look on LinkedIn, like a couple of uh, quarters back, then they really start you know, expanding a lot, yes. uh, like putting Azure a lot of TVs out there for, yeah. Yeah, for sales team. Yeah. Uh, and also... Azure GCP. Yep, yep. 
yeah, yeah. then you start seeing like uh, data center in new regions and clients having to move faster to cloud in the face of pandemic, right? So it all makes sense that AWS will uh, be one of the, the, the leading factor for, for their earnings uh, last Friday as well. But I think one of the things to think about is that how uh, how they're going to capitalize upon this whole cloud, their cloud growth, right? Because Google, Microsoft are also big players in this in this space itself, you know? And yep. while like Google, Google is evidently, you know, one of the major players like AI, the AI space as well. I mean, I, I use both, you know, the <laughs> both cloud services, AWS and Google. Yeah, I... Google. Yeah, I... Per- Actually, I personally, is there a difference to you? There is, there is a very huge difference. I think AWS always hangs and I, I use it for work <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah, I, I don't like it to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's days that, you know, when they hang, it's, it's great for me because I, you know, that, that's it to work. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I can just sit back, you can yeah. go like, jala jala, <laughs> don't work from home, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, but stability is a big issue. I think, uh, it, like if you if you read about a little bit here and there about AWS, it's it's cheap, of course. Like compared to like your, uh, Microsoft, sure. your Google, yep. uh, mm. AWS is cheap. It's very very cheap. So, yeah, but it's at the end of the day, it just depends on how fast and how well they can scale as well. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, I think like, honestly, the AWS um results were slightly surprising to me because my thought of it was, you know, AWS is more IAS, right? Infrastructure as a service. So they just provide you the hosting. Um, and Azure and, and Google Cloud, they, they were trying to move more to a PAAS structure, right? Or, or if, I think there's another something AAS, which I forget. Uh, but yeah, it's actually platform as a service. They, they do the hosting for you and they sell you more products on top of that. And that seemed, at least from, from what I heard, to be something that AWS wasn't very good at. Um, I think... Partially, what has helped them is maybe, and we 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 should get somebody to do a stock account on this because it's really interesting. Is it's maybe just that you know they they were the first mover in in IAS and cloud hosting, right? So so it's a bit of a network effect, you know. If you if you have spent a year and millions of dollars transitioning to cloud with AWS, you are not going to switch to Azure next year, right? You are you are going to maybe have a multi cloud um system, but to the extent that you are in the cloud you will always still have a bit of AWS. So, so maybe that has helped them there. And, and if they can you know, scale properly into PAS or get more recurring and, and higher margin revenue from this, you know, that, that is going to be the, the way that they, they push it forward. And, and they, they can account for their high, higher growth and higher margin. So still some risk, still some risk. Um, they are not the natural winner. Um, that, just in case I sound too bullish. No, there, there is definitely some risk with AWS. It's just that they, they have... Know, done very well over the past year. Got it. So I was just going to say, actually, you know, before you gave your big disclaimer of that, I was going to so effectively you should tell us all to buy, la. right? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I had, I still have, um, and it's just like that, law. I it's, it's so expensive. They should do a stock split, man. 3000 3, a share is like, I can buy one it's share. It's a lot of money, man. <laughs> yeah. 3, yeah, yeah, I have like it is, it three, is. four shares. Wow, yeah, it's, it's a lot of money, right? And I mean, how who can afford it? Some people, somebody's monthly income. It's, it's yeah, that's why right. they, they should split like 30 times and then everybody can buy options, call options on them and their share price will go like Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. That's what Google is doing, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Anthony, why don't you tell us a little bit more about the prime business? Yeah, I think that's a, 
that's a sub base that is healthy growing and you know I, yeah. I think it's interesting to talk about. Yeah. I, I think yeah, I mean subs is really like you know, the, the whole in thing about recurring revenue, right? You you get people to subscribe. People tend to be lazy like me. I still have a private membership for whatever reason, which I don't use. But you know, I'm just lazy to cancel and, and they make it difficult to cancel and, and it's sticky and, and, and all that. So that's great. And it's really interesting, right? So if you take that $20 and, and you kind of multiply it by, by the number of subscribers that they have in the US, you kind of get to like a few billion in additional revenue a year, right? And, and that's... Mm insane like it's just it's just pure margin it goes straight to the bottom line they, they haven't done nothing to to give you better customer service and all that that they wouldn't already have done it's just a straight price increase that goes from from revenue right out of profit so so i think it's a good move and i mean it's still cheap for what they give in the u.s they give you prime they give you hulu i think um they, they give you yeah they give you prime sorry the tv subscription you know they give you like two-day delivery um logistics they, yeah. they this is like it's like a no-brainer to have it right for 140 bucks a year so so you can hopefully see them don't treat this as a bit more of like trying to monetize the network that they already have and, and also to increase their margins because e-com is, is not very good margins so and they are investing so heavily in, in all the other aspects it's just something that they, they can do to boost their margins slightly and then make it look a bit which, better which era me? Which which era are you living in? Uh? Yeah. Yeah. Because like they, they do instant uh like two hours delivery as well. Same day delivery. No, no I, I think they, they canceled that for the, for parts of the US. Uh, yeah, but I mean like even in Singapore they, they do have like two two hours delivery. Yeah, no, no, my Amazon card yeah. takes takes like a day. Like Panda oh, Mart oh. gives me two hours. <laughs> but my, my, my Amazon Singapore gives you like a day and then if I ship from the US there's like two three days. <laughs> Which wow. is still great. Okay. I don't so, I don't mind waiting two days. So like Singapore, I mean yeah, for us here, what's it two dollars ninety-nine, I think, to subscribe? Yeah. Um yeah, so so it's really, really, really cheap. That's per month. Yeah. And you you don't only get the e-commerce, you get you get um of course you've got the prime for two hour delivery. You also get prime video, right? Which yes. oh, in all fairness, I think they can do a bit more there. They're trying to do a bit more there <laughs> as well with them, Jim Grant and stuff. But uh, I think it's it's an area that they are looking to improve on, right? Um, is that is that right, Anthony? Because they are looking at investing in this area and trying to compete with Netflix and Apple Plus and stuff. I, I don't know, right? I, like I think of Amazon and TV, I just think of failures. <laughs> in, in the sense that, <laughs> in the sense that you know, they, they had the TV stake that failed, the Amazon Fire that failed, they, they just aren't good at this, and they don't seem to be investing that much in terms of programming compared to your Netflix, your your Disney, you know that. They're just burning money and then throwing money at new content, right? Amazon just goes, oh, I have Jack Ryan, which I guess is quite nice. And I have like, actually, uh, and, yeah, actually I, I don't that, know. On that front, yeah, like in, in, they're not very big in the Western side, but they, I know they're massive in India. So all the like Indian movies, Bollywood, Hollywood, it's massive. Everyone in India has Amazon Prime because the movies go uh, yeah. out there first. That explains the recommendations else. they give to me. Right, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like Amazon Prime, and it's like I scroll after a few minutes, like oh, Indian shows, okay, cool. <laughs> but I, I don't watch it, <laughs> so so yeah, okay, I guess that explains it. But maybe, maybe yeah, it, you, you could be right that like, it's just a difference in geographic focus, right? They 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 do a bit in the US, you know, which, which we, we tend to consume more of the media of, 
and and they and they, they could have all these you know continental big sub locations that we are not that aware of because we just don't see unless you're Rakesh to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's 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 actually quite insane. Actually, I see this whole Amazon TV thing, like uh, Prime, right, in, in a different angle, you know. Like how mm. when you subscribe Prime, in some sense, uh, you, you get the whole uh, fast delivery, you have the whole slew of uh, other, other services as well. And like this whole TV thing just adds on to like, in, in, just incentivize yeah. you to, you know, just come on board. The, the cost is so low for them, if anything. They, you buy the show, it's just a one-off cost. Stream it, no matter how many times people watch it, Bollywood, Bollywood shows or whatever trashy shows they have on board, right? Whether or not you watch it, it it's just one cost to them. It doesn't really matter. But you know mm. when, when yeah, and, and the whole thing is free cost called AWS. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so if there's exactly. like yeah. So if you have a show that that's good, then you get more people that come on board. Happy days for them. If there's nothing, then you know people are just subscribing because it's it's free in that sense. I'm just there for your for the other services. So I think it's yeah. it's, it's kind of smart. It's a form of incentive. Yeah. Oh, actually, that reminds me. They are trying to buy MGM for like nine billion or something, which is I guess small potatoes. Oh, um, haven't yeah. haven't closed yet. I haven't closed. Okay, okay, okay. So, so it's it's antitrust and and all those like regulatory filings that are still being done. I think. Yeah. So so sign never closed. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, maybe maybe that's the the next big push, right, for their content, and and because of that, they get more prime subscribers at a higher price, and ta-da, you get more money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. I think it's 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 going to be interesting to see the play that they make in 2022 2023 in this regard the e-commerce and the and the and the video aspect. I don't know if this is their focus obviously as we've mentioned AWS is scaling like crazy. Um I think if if you're in sales and you haven't I got reached out by AWS as well like it's they're really just hiring everyone uh, all over the world is what I can see. So it's it's quite intense. I'm excited to see where Amazon is going to go. Yeah, I mean, even I got tapped up for AWS and I'm like, you know, doing infrastructure and, and illegal, which is like completely different. So, so yeah, nice. it's a bit odd. <laughs> no, no, I look at their pay package and like, uh, no, thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> no, they, they, don't, they don't pay legal super well, unfortunately. But it would be a nice company uh, to join. Yeah. It's tell them, tell awesome. them you got, three, you got three equity with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, 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 my three three shares, right? shareholder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my three share back holding is terrible <laughs> alright coconuts hope, hope you all had a good uh, you know episode with us learn a few things with Meta Amazon and of course a quick my, macro update uh, we're signing off for this week and we can't wait to see you next week bye alright bye. bye see you guys thanks for tuning in to this week's episode with me Rakesh and trust that you learned something today if you enjoyed the session and want to be part of the banter, join our community Telegram group or follow us on social media. We also have a weekly newsletter to get a digest of the news we covered. To sign up, please click the description below. As always, we love your feedback. So share that with us at hello at thefinancialcoconut.com. Thanks and stay safe.